Hey there, my name is Ishan and today we will be informing you about the latest, most important banking news reports present at the moment. Let's start off with JP Morgan. JP Morgan's development finance institution has structured its first deal, a $250 million, five-year green bond for a power firm in Georgia, as it targets $100 billion for development projects annually, executives say. The deal for Georgia Global Utilities is to be settled on Thursday, and it is the first, it is the first where that arm of the bank has been named Development Finance Structuring Agent. Adding developmental finance and green funding to the deal, meaning capital is raised to support economic development and environmental projects, helped entice a broader range of investors, says Stephen Wheeler, head of Central and Eastern Europe, Middle East and Africa debt capital markets at JP Morgan. If we hadn't, this deal would have been trickier and may not have happened at all, he told Reuters. JP Morgan in January launched its development institution through which it aims to fund more than $100 billion annually in development activities from investment banking deals with extra contributions from its market businesses. From its markets business. We are seeing debt capital, market deals, and export finance deals, among other types of transactions, said Fahin Boy, managing director of the bank's development finance institution. Our pipeline is diverse, including from financial institutions in Africa, an infrastructure project in the Middle East, a renewable energy project in Latin America, and transport-related and transport-related Asia. From the investor side, the bank was seeing a lot of demand from development finance institutions as anchor investors, non-traditional investors with a green or environmental, social and governance focus, as well as large bond houses with pools dedicated to emerging markets and increasingly ESG, she said. Now we move on to Switzerland, Zurich, where Credit Suisse have made a statement saying that a target savings of 2% to 3% per year, says CEO Thomas Godstein, wants to cut costs by 2 to 3% a year. He said in an interview published on Saturday with savings put back into the bank's business. Basically, like in the automotive industry, we want to be 2 to 3% more efficient every year, he told Swiss, uh, Swiss newspaper. With costs of around 17 billion Swiss francs, which is $18.63 billion, this meant around 400 million francs in annual savings, he said after Credit Suisse announced an overhaul of its investment bank and B profit forecast in its results on Thursday. We look and where there are duplicates and inefficiencies that can be remedied without compromising, said Goldstein, citing the example of merging the risk and compliance functions. The rest of the savings would come from other group-wide functions as well as its business in wealth management, Asia, and reducing the branch network in Switzerland. With higher digitization and automated processes, we can basically get even more out of it. However, we will reinvest all of these savings in the business, said Goldstein, who took over as CEO from Tijane Tiam, 
in February. Looking ahead, Gottstein said that the bank's M&A business was only seeing a slow pickup in activity, but he expected high market volatility to continue, which was good for the bank's trading business. I'm also convinced that the capital market will continue to be active. Companies have to refinance themselves, many through capital increases, he told the newspaper. And as far as private banking is concerned, we were able to increase sales in the first half of the year by 4% and even act currency adjusted by 7%, which is very solid in this environment. So I'm a little more optimistic here, he says. In other breaking news, Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway has boosted its stake in Bank of America to 11.8%, boosting its already large stake in the second largest US bank by assets. Berkshire, Hath- Berkshire Hathaway bought about 21.2 million Bank of America shares from July 20th to 30th, according to a regulatory filing. Following those purchases, Berkshire owned a total of 1.02 billion shares in Bank of America, which roughly represents 11.8% in this in the company. Berkshire has spent about more than $1.7 billion on 71.5 million Bank of America shares since July 20th, including the latest purchases according to regulatory filings. Berkshire began investing in Bank of America in 2011, a time many investors worried about the bank's capital needs when it acquired $5 billion of preferred stock plus warrants to buy 700 million common shares. By the end of March, Bank of America had become Berkshire's second largest common stock investment, trailing only Apple Incorporated. Berkshire also invests in several other banks. The latest purchases helped Omaha, Nebraska-based Berkshire, reduce its cash burn, which totaled $137.2 billion at the end of March. Last but not least, we received some shocking headlines from Spain's Santander, who have reported a record $13 billion loss on COVID-19 impairments, taking the biggest hit yet for a European bank dealing with a coronavirus crisis, which it tried to offset with lower costs. The Eurozone's second biggest bank by market value said on Wednesday it had booked one of charges worth 12.6 billion euros as the economic deterioration caused by the COVID-19 pandemic forced it to write down previous acquisitions, mainly in Europe. Santander's core markets spanning Brazil to Spain have been some of the hardest hit by the pandemic, with weaker emerging market currencies exacerbating the pain. Of the total impairments, 10.1 billion euros are related to goodwill and 2.5 billion euros to DTAs, an instrument that grants tax breaks to companies when reporting losses or against certain provisions. The bank said impairments would have no impact on its capital levels, which rose to 11.46% in June from the 11.33% in March, with the full implementation of new accounting standards. Santander reiterated its guidance for cost of risk, a measure of the cost of insuring its loan book, at between 130 basis points and 150 basis points, 
by the end of 2020 after it rose in June to 126 basis points. It was 100 BPS in March. Excluding one-offs, the underlying attributable profit fell 27% to 1.53 billion euros against the same quarter a year ago. Shares in Santander were down 3.5%, the worst performer on Spain's IBEX 35 index. Analysts at UBS said the cost performance was better than expected, but called the results a messy set of numbers, confirming the negative direction for revenues in most units and the unlikely rise of loss of loan loss provisions in the second half. That's all for today. We shall see you soon.